This morning and every morning on the way to the gym, I drink a no carbs company. That's NoCo, as it's also known by the can, and it's a beverage packed with branched chain amino acids, that's BCAs, vitamins, 180 milligrams of caffeine. It's sugar-free, and it tastes amazing. Uh, It's made from green tea extract and four different vitamins, uh, and it's available now in five delicious flavors. You got Lemon Del Sol, you got Miami, Caribbean, Tropical, and peach, which I like every single one of them. I've drinking every one. I like Miami probably the best. That's probably my favorite out of all of them, but they all taste good. They're all very, very, very good. And all NOCO BCA products are carbonated, sugar-free, and low-calorie. Each serving size is one can, uh, and they also have caffeine-free options in Apple and Caribbean if you're not up for the caffeine. I know some people take a break from that. They say, I don't want to do the caffeine, or they can't do the caffeine. It just makes them go through the roof. It kind of has the opposite effect, I feel like, for me sometimes. I can drink a cup of coffee and go to bed. So I don't know what that is. I know some people's different, but if you like the caffeine, they got you there. And if you don't like the caffeine, NOCO's got you there. So here's what you can do. For more information or to order a case of NOCO, No Carbs Company, go to NOCO, N-O-C-C-O dot com. That's N-O-C-C-O dot com. And pick up your favorite No Carbs Company drink today. That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Ramey. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. (laughs) Thought I'd have a little fun there. I'm in vacation mode as we get ready to go to the beach and attempt to surf and hang out. So excited right now. Who's excited? Who's excited? Who's excited? Who's excited? excited? What's up, Robbie? Humans music. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll stop. No, no, I promise. I'll stop. (laughs) What's up, Robbie? What's up? Humans music. Check them out. Always so grateful to have awesome music to start the show and that's humans music bringing you in and taking us out today so be sure to check humans music out we're going to talk a little bit about today we're going to talk a little bit about today it doesn't really make a lot of sense here's what we're going to talk about today is it possible to still have fun without alcohol is it possible to still have fun without alcohol Hmm, interesting question, a question I hear often, and it was also the topic uh, of our discussion in the Sober Guy Locals men's group this week, uh, this past Wednesday. How do you have fun without alcohol? How How do you still enjoy life? Is it possible? So some great discussion going on in there, and I thought uh, it'd be a great topic for the podcast this week. Speaking of fun, as uh, we get ready, the Raymer family, to go have some fun here soon down at the beach in uh, Newport and Huntington and and spend some time, go see some friends, do a little surfing, a little hanging by the beach, eat some good food, hang with some some friends. And uh, man, dude, I can't wait. It's a well-needed, uh, very much needed break just to unplug for for the week and go have some fun. But a lot of people would say, or maybe if you're early on in your uh, 
you know, on this, on this new path without alcohol in it? Like, how do you have fun? How do you go down to a place like Newport Beach and Huntington Beach and where there's just, it, you know, there's certain spots that it's very, a lot going on. It's party atmosphere, depending on what time you go out. Uh, there's plenty of food and restaurants and bars and fun. And how do you go do that and still have fun and not have alcohol? And it's 100% possible. And I would argue that I have a lot more fun without that shit because I don't need it. And it's not true self when I was intoxicated back in the day. And I want to dive into that a little bit more in just a second here. Um, but first, you can follow us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. I mentioned to join us on the sober guy men's group on locals. You can download the locals app or you can go to that sober guy podcast.locals.com and you can sign up there. Uh, it's a great men's group and we got a lot of good dudes in there who are getting sober, who are staying sober uh, and who are finding fellowship in that. As a matter of fact, I wanted to go down. We got some dudes in there who are just getting after it. And I'm so proud of them. I'm so happy to be a part of the locals sober guy group. So just a shout out to everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at some of the posts in here today. David, he's got 90 days. So congratulations, David, 90 days on that. He's celebrating by going to the dentist. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but somehow he, he ended up having to go to the dentist. So David, apologies for the dentist, but man, congratulations on 90 days. So awesome. Uh, Shane is on day 10. Well, this is one day ago. So uh, hopefully it's day 11 today. And uh, he's just checking in on there, staying plugged in, which is huge, which is what it's all about. Uh, just a reminder, we have the Wednesday men's meeting on there. So this isn't a 12-step meeting. It's just a sober guy men's group meeting. So obviously the goal of the meeting is, you know, we're all trying to kick alcohol out of our lives, but it's also to further our lives and grow, be better men, husbands, fathers, entrepreneurs, um, explore things, create things, just better ourselves. And for me, the first step in doing that was cutting out alcohol. So if you're thinking like, man, I'd really like to try a meeting out, but you've heard bad things or you have stigma with, you know, different types of meetings, whether it's at a church or, you know, wherever it is. And I, I'm, I love those meetings personally. So I definitely want to point out, I'm not knocking those at all. They, they really did so much for me and continue to do so. So I would encourage anyone to check them out, but I do understand that there are people who just, they're not going to go, they're not going to do that just period. I've learned that over time. And so what this group does is it really helps I hope that it helps to to be um, kind of a bridge in between that for 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 a meeting. It's almost like a it's almost like a mastermind in some sense. It's an hour long meeting, and we hang out and we talk and we have some fun at the same time. So uh, that's you get that when you're part of the sober guy mentor because I post the meeting in there too. Um, what else we got going on there? We got Stefan a hundred and let's see thirty. It'll be a hundred and thirty nine days. Uh, as I'm recording this today. So Stefan's been jumping in the Wednesday meeting. So it's been great to see you in there, bro. Um, and thank you, man. I'm glad you're staying connected and, uh, 139 days as of today, dude, that's awesome. Um, Mark, Mark is on day 12, man. And, uh, uh, er early on there. So shout out to Mark. I know you're plugging along. We've talked a little bit through email and in uh sober guy too. Oops. My dryer 
button just went off. That's super loud. Um, but Mark, dude, just good stuff. Stay plugged in. Keep doing one day at a time, doing the next right thing. Um, Mark's taking the the 90 or the 30 day uh, quit drinking dude course as well. So um, man, just keep doing those podcasts daily. Uh, and uh, man, just stay plugged in. That's the biggest thing I tell guys, man, just stay plugged in, stay in the fellowship. Wherever that is, it, it just find somewhere, you know, find somewhere. If it's in your community, locally, if it's digitally, if it's a sober guy thing, I don't care. I just want to see dudes staying plugged in and having some community and some dudes around them to help build them up and, and support them. Uh, Noel, what's up, Noel? Noel, uh, he posted on here about Sunday. Uh, happy Sober Sunday. So this was a few earlier this week, um, but uh, he was doing some barbecuing and, and just, man, just trying to do it one day at a time. And uh, dude, it's it's different for everybody, you know, and we've all had ups and downs through this thing. And uh, Noel, Noel's a dude who keeps showing up and uh, man, he keeps doing the next right thing and doing the best he can. So it's just, it's great to see you, bro, in the meetings and, um, you know, and of course, just staying plugged in in, uh, in the men's group and sober guys. So uh, Theron, what's up, dude? See you're posting in there too. Um, awesome, dude. He's always got some good stuff stuff to post. Um, who else? Jeremy do Jeremy just recently celebrated 90 days, bro. So congratulations, Jeremy on that. And, uh, dude, um, I, I hope, hopefully I get to see Jeremy back in the meetings again soon. He's kind of had to, um, just schedule. I know schedule stuff is different for everybody, uh, as well too. So, and let me just say this and, and I'll stop there. There's, there's more, uh, Alex, man, what's up, Alex. So if, and if I missed anybody, I'm just kind of scrolling down, but you know, I, I interact, I see the posts, I'm posting my own stuff in there and I just love to watch this group grow. And, uh, you know, I just want to say thank you too. And uh, I want to encourage anyone out there who's listening. If you're not part of a fellowship, part of a group, hop in one. If you want it to be the locals one, we'd love to have you in there and just contribute and uh, just be a part of it. Uh, so fellas, thank you again. I was going to say one more thing about the about the group, man. And then I just totally bombed. I always love the music videos too. We're posting some music in there, sharing music and, um, you know, just doing, doing some fun stuff, man. Uh, Neil, Neil's another one, dude. I see, I could just keep on going, but, uh, I appreciate you guys, man. So, uh, stay plugged in. That's the biggest thing. Um, okay. Now where the hell was I on? Let me bring this back up here. Let's see. All right. Um, I did some uh, some updates to the website recently too. So uh, for anyone who's new, maybe you're just tuning in for the first time to Sober Guy, go to that soberguy.com. Everything is there. Uh, just revamped it a little bit. Uh, there's some podcasts there. There's some more resources. Um, there's a contact form and uh, also how you can get in touch with me if you'd like to work with me, if you're a corporate company, if you're just a person, if you're wh whatever it is, you know what I mean? There's a lot of different options on how we help people. So just very, uh, very happy to get this like website stuff almost done. seems like it's taking forever and I get so dialed in. I talked to Static this morning about this a little bit, the, the ability to... It's like, I hate when I have to do stuff, like redo stuff or work on a project because I just, once I get focused in on it, it's really hard to stop and it annoys my wife and it's, I'm, I'm not present. So it's something that, uh, I don't know if anyone relates to that. Like you just get so dialed in and it's a creative thing. I don't know, but I get after it, man. And man, but at the same time, that's how you get shit done too. You have to have some of that to be able to get done and do all the things, you know, if you want to do them. So good stuff. Let's talk about 
is it possible to still have fun without alcohol? And the answer is hell yes, it is. I think you knew that already. Uh, even though you you know you might your mind might say, oh man, I don't know, man, that sounds kind of crazy. How would we do that? Here's the thing: without alcohol, I get to be conscious in the moment. I get to be conscious in the moment. And alcohol robbed me of my consciousness for a long time, over 17 years. I was not conscious. I was not living in reality. I was not able to feel. I was not able to find my true self. I didn't know who that was. And therefore, I was not able to have fun because I didn't know who I was. The only way I knew how to have fun, what I thought was fun, was by being intoxicated or high or both or all of the above, but escaping reality, escaping self, escaping feeling, that was it. It robbed me of purpose. It robbed me of creative dreams I had. It robbed me of vision. It robbed me of being in intelligent to some extent, to, of being making good decisions, making smart decisions. Like I wanted to be in the music business. I had no concept of business. <laughs> I had concept of music. I just thought you partied and made a bunch of music and then all of a sudden like you were awesome i think i talked about this on the payoff with pete on um on uh, pete uh Souza's podcast recently you know i thought there was a magic record fairy that was going to come down you know and I had these these visions and these dreams but there was no action behind it i had no drive behind it my drive was to escape and once i cut out alcohol which led to me cutting out other substances, pills, other stuff. That's when the process of, I'll just call it thawing out, began, uh, begun. And the reshaping of my mind and the reshaping of my views and the reshaping of my how I viewed myself, my confidence, my place in this world as a father, as a husband, as a friend, I didn't know what that was and I was scared of it. I was 100% scared. So you factor fear in there and all the other stuff I just said, which is one of the main components. It makes a recipe for disaster, a recipe that's not fun. It's existing, I'll say. And it was hard actually too. It was much harder to try to figure out how I was going to stay intoxicated and how I was going to, you know, wiggle my way through life without getting caught or without getting a DUI or without getting divorced or without go down the list. And, uh, at the end I just became exhausted, plain and simple was absolutely done. So now let's talk about the good. Cause I feel like I, that's qualifying enough. <laughs> tell you kind of how it was in a different sense other than like telling my whole story. Now I get to be conscious. I talked on the Instagram. I think it was on one of my stories. It's probably gone now. I should have I should have uh posted it up there, huh? Well, you know what I did? I actually posted it on so I was on a friend of mine Nick Rucker's podcast. Uh it's called uh is it Rut Country or Rad Country? I'm sorry. That's his Instagram handle. It's Rad Country. Uh, Rad Country Omaha, I think. And uh, his podcast. And we talked a little bit about that, about the meaning of alcohol. 
Al-Kuhal, Arabic term, means body-eating spirit. I love, and I'm learning more about this. I'm reading more about it and making a lot of connections here between my own experience and this idea that alcohol robs us of our consciousness, which I truly believe. It's exactly what it did to me. It made me stuck. It took my spirit. It took my purpose. It, um, and it just subdued it for years. So once I got out of that and I started to thaw out and become conscious in the moment, my life started to change. Things started to change from finances to health to attitude, um, learning how to be grateful, learning how to practice radical acceptance. And what well, started with just acceptance, and now I'm diving into this more thoughts of radical acceptance. That's super interesting to me right now. So I'm learning about that. I'm learning. It's a good way to put it. I'm learning. I'm growing. This eight and a half years since I stopped has been a constant learning process. And the day I stop learning is the day I might as well just fucking die. Right? Why? I don't, I don't know it all. I don't need to know it all. It's a lot easier just saying, I don't know. So with all that comes fun for me. I've learned and I continue to learn. And I'm not saying I run around doing fucking cartwheels every day. Excuse my F-bomb. I'm sorry about that. I've been dropping. I know some people like them and some people don't. (laughs) And I'm kind of like that too. Like sometimes it just feels good to drop an F-bomb. And sometimes I'm like, and I kind of cringe when I hear it or if I slip and say one. I'm human. I don't know. I, man, I used to be a lot worse and I'm glad I've cleaned it up for the most part, but I don't run around and do cartwheels every day because I'm having so much fun. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying genuine fun. Can we have genuine fun? Is it possible to have genuine fun without alcohol? And for me, it starts with being in the moment. It starts with being present. It starts with being conscious. Now, am I present 24-7, 100%? No. I, I, I honestly think unless you're uh, just somebody who there's meditation, prayer, like masters out there who, who may be pretty damn close to it. It's definitely not me, though. But I do try my best to be conscious in the moment, to be in the moment. And that's how I get to have fun. So I, I what I did is I, I made about a dozen. I listed out about a dozen um ways that I have fun. These are just the, I didn't take a ton of time on this either. It's the first things that came to mind. It literally took me like three minutes and I could keep going. There's a list of them, but these were like the first ones that came up. So number one was playing catch. I've been playing a lot of catch with my daughter and with my son. Cause they're both Lucy's playing softball, cash playing baseball, playing catch. Do you know how much fun catch was as a kid? I loved playing catch. I still love, I feel like a kid when I'm playing catch. I have fun, genuine fun while I'm doing that. I'm not intoxicated. I don't need a substance to help me to have fun. I literally have a great time playing catch with my kids. It's also spending time with them too. So I kind of kill two birds with one stone there. We're playing catch, which we both love to do. Sometimes it's the three of us. We're in a little triangle and we're just, I'm switching off for the softball to the baseball, throwing it back and forth. And we talk and we laugh and we have fun. Simple. Simple stuff, man. It's so much fun. I wouldn't have been able to do that eight and a half years ago. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Or if I did, I would have been in a big hurry. Probably because, you know, who knows what or why. And I am in a hurry. Sometimes I take a break from work to go play catch. I'll go out in the backyard. 
So I just, I, I'm, I'm calling out like my imperfections here. It's not, I'm not striving for perfection. I'm striving for excellence. I want to do the best that I can. So if I got 15 minutes to take a break and go play catch, I'm going to do that. You know, and I'm going to try my best to be in that moment, even though I got to come back to work. That's just one example. Number two, watching a game. This came up um, in, uh, I think, was it Jason? Oh man, I didn't even give Jason a shout out in uh, in in the locals group. He's one of the one of our key, just foundational dudes in there. Man, been there since day one. Um, so what's up, Jason? Number one, thank you for being such a great part of the locals fellowship. But number two, he brought this up in the in the Wednesday meeting about going to a game, and I so related to that. You know, because I used to go to A's games and Raider games, a couple of Raider games, been to way more A's games than Raider games, but, um, you know, definitely been to different, different events and games in particular. And it was always about drinking in the parking lot and whatever else was going on. And you might not even get in the game to watch the game till the seventh or eighth inning, or like Jason was talking about, like going in the bar and standing in line the whole game trying to get your drinks because you're just constantly back and forth getting getting beer. You don't even watch the game. Now it's about watching the game. I sit there with my with my kids or, or by myself. Up If I'm late at night, I'll put on uh, some of the highlights or whatever, see what's going on. You know, I love baseball. So it's I love the, the, the game of baseball. I could care less about the corporate and money involved in it. So I want to actually be little clear about that that shit drives me crazy but i love the game of baseball you know there's so much strategy there's so many parts to it and it's so fun to see it from a new angle and watch a game instead of being hammered and passed out or about to pass out and just not even caring about the game it was only about drinking that's fun now so I got to move down this list, actually. Shoot, I could talk on each one of these forever, I realize. I could just keep going, but I can't do that today because I'm on a time schedule. Okay, so number three, barbecuing. I, I don't, I have a Traeger now. I'm, I moved up to the Traeger. <laughs> I didn't even know what a Traeger was like two years ago, so don't let it fool you. I'm not master chef or master manly Traeger guy, but I'll tell you what, I do like the shit out of that thing. It's so nice. And so I, I wasn't really sure, is it barbecuing or is it triggering? Because technically you're not really barbecuing, but you're outside, so you're kind of barbecuing. How about the big dad shoes? You need the big white New Balances on too. You know, there's like that meme going around, if you saw it. You know this dude's queuing up some bomb-ass barbecue if he's got the white New Balances on and the white apron. So you know it's going to be good. Bomb. Is that, is that still a relevant word or did I, did I just show how old my old ass is i'm 40 i don't feel that old but haven't said that in a long time that's a bomb ass oh man you're looking at some bomb ass steak (laughs) i don't know what to say anymore who knows dude it's so weird getting old like shit like you just can't you're going to fall victim to time regardless I don't care how cool you try to be or how cool you think you are how cool i think i am you just it's inevitable you know, it is inevitable, period. Man, it's starting to rain. We're supposed to have a game tonight, man. I'm just like, the weather sucks. Okay, what, but it is. The weather is. I just have to accept it. Okay, shut up, Reamer. You're pissing yourself off now. <laughs> Barbecuing. <laughs> Barbecuing, and, you know, I love to sit out, though, on the trigger. I'm going to move on just a sec, but I do 
just have like um you know a pellegrino have something out there just sipping on um and hanging out outside sometimes i'll have a chew even while i'm doing it and doing the little barbecue man just hanging out that's fun to me like i enjoy that it's genuine fun i used to barbecue and just get smashed i thought it was fun at the time until i didn't remember what was going on felt like crap in the morning no not good don't have to do that anymore all right number four going on a walk i'm going to move through these a little faster now number four going on a walk so I love to walk. I've mentioned this many times on the podcast. They, they say that you live longer. I can't remember how much time it was. I want to say it was years though. If you walk after every, a, walk, a 10 to 15 minute walk after every uh, dinner, if you eat dinner, go on a walk for 10 to 15 minutes, do that five times a week, you're going to feel so much better. It helps with digestion. It helps get your blood moving. It helps just your, you feel better. And so I do a lot of walking with the dog, either in the morning, in the evening time, it drives my family crazy. So I always invite them. They just don't ever want to go. <laughs> Sometimes they do. I'm like, what? Dad's going on another walk again. I like to walk, man. I like to do it silently, put some music on, maybe a podcast, 30, 45 minutes, and just get after it. It's great. It's fun. Number five, sitting in the hot tub. This one came up because Jess and I went and sat in the hot tub the other day. Um, we had a little bit of time to ourselves without the kids, which rarely happens. And we said, Hey, let's go hop in the hot tub for a minute. We can just hang out, just talk over at the gym. So we did that. That was fun to me. That's fun. I do. I do that sometimes on the solo after a workout, I'll go sit in the hot tub after sit in the sauna, sit in the hot tub. That is fun to me. It's healthy. It's a good place to be now, right behind that or in front of that, however you want to look at it, this number six, Check this one out. This is a new one. And I did this back in like middle school PE, but I haven't done it in a long time. I used to lay, I'm not doing that in PE because I was too cool. Playing pickleball. They have pickleball at our gym out on the tennis courts. And so Jess and the kids have been playing and they said, hey, dad, you gonna come? And I had a little bit of time where I could get away for a minute, take a little break, take like an early lunch, go out, play for like 45 minutes. And it was so damn fun. We were joking around. I was like trying to act like John McEnroe on the pickleball court. We were making videos. We were cracking up, spending some great family time together, having fun. Genuine fun. That's genuine fun. Drinking till I fall over and hanging out with my buddies in the garage. All fucking that. Well, <laughs> there it goes again. <laughs> Damn it, I can't stop it today. Oh, it's like its own entity when I start getting in that voice or that mode. But you know what I'm talking about? We're hanging with the boys. Now, nah, screw that. I'm she just on that stuff, son of a bitch. Going down that, that whole rabbit hole of just like drinking. And man, what it does to dudes. It's sad, actually. And I hate seeing it. And I hope that if you're hearing this and you're like, man, this asshole is kind of talking shit right now. I'm not. I'm just pointing out that you're better than that. I'm pointing out that there's more of a purpose for your life. And it's possible to find the true self in that. It's huge. It's amazing too. Amazing. I know it doesn't seem possible. It seems weird. That's because we're conditioned to think like that. We're domesticated as he puts it in the four agreements. Love that. So pickleball, good stuff, man. Number seven, um, oh wait, did I already do? How did I get walking here twice? Okay, apparently apparently I put going on a walk twice in here. I told you I didn't spend a lot of time on this because I got a packed day today. 
So number seven is walk. I already said that. So technically, I don't have a dozen. I only have 11 because I repeated that one. But let's move on to eight, the podcast. I love doing the podcast. The podcast has saved my ass, period. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm doing it right now. I love it. It's therapy for me. It's fun. It's creative. It's serving thousands of people. You know, we have over 2.1 million listeners. That's insane to me. 2.1 million listeners. Absolutely crazy. A little podcast that started six months out of rehab. Like, come on. And that's not me. It just is. It's just something that God's doing. And I get to like operate it today. That's the way I see it. So I, I love it. It's so much fun to me. It's genuine fun connecting with people. I've met so many awesome people through the podcast. I've had opportunities to do so, so many fun things and just build relationships with people. And uh, it's been awesome and I love it. And it's genuinely fun. Number nine is pretty general, but create, I guess technically it's eight, but I won't get technical. It's like, I hate when people say, well, back in 19, oh, wait a minute, was it 1962 or was it 63? You know what? Actually, I think it was 1967. Nobody gives a shit about what year it was. Just get to the point. Just like nobody cares what number it is, Raymer. We don't care if it's eight or nine. Just go. Okay, create. That's what it is. It's create. Just be creative. I love to create. Love creating stuff. Love drawing. Did a little exercise with the family the other day. It was actually quite fun. Sat down at the table. Jess had a verse in the in um in her daily devotional that we talked about. And um basically it was what do you think the spirit of God is? And she had some canvases set up for all four of us at the table. Kids, Lucy, Cash, me, Jess. And she got the paint out. Bring, you know, moms, they're good about bringing the paint out. We're going to do an exercise. We're going to do a little, we're going to do an exercise right now. It's just the season we're in. We're going to just spend some time together as a family. And we're going to do this exercise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? And I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm poking fun a little bit, but I absolutely love it. It was so fun to spend time. And then I painted this picture and the kids painted their picture, their, their description, their idea, their creation of what they thought the spirit is or was and what it means. And it was a ton of fun. It was a great experience. It was a great moment that we got to spend together. Genuine fun. Genuine fun. Shit that means something. It has substance. You remember it. The next one, I was going to say number 10, but I just like got on myself. I almost said clown to myself. Do you remember? The, oh, this motherfucker got clown, son. <laughs> you remember that? He got clowned. It was clowned. He got uh, molded. Is it molded or molded? He molded him or he, oh, you got molded, son. All the old school words. Here I go, making myself old again. You old dirty butt. <laughs> old dirty butt. I almost said old dirty bastard. I don't know why. ODB. ODB. All right, next one, entrepreneurship. Who out there listening is an entrepreneur? You would consider yourself somebody who, because this kind of goes with create. You want to create something that is got that entrepreneurial spirit in it. And when you can do something like that, that helps people, man, amazing. That's like one of the top of the things on my list too, is that entrepreneurial spirit. We're constantly working with the kids on that. Cash has got a little business, a dog walking business. You know, Lucy is in the process of making it, creating a cupcake business. You know, Jess has her own um, different um, 
companies that she's been involved with that she has um, used and worked with and sold and had this entrepreneurial spirit. Same with me. Man, I love it. That is fun to me, trying to figure out different ways to do things, different ways to help people, different ways to create. All right, two more. We're going to wrap it up. Coaching. This is a big one. Obviously, right now I've done a couple podcasts lately on coaching, baseball, softball. Um, I'm realizing how much I love coaching. And it doesn't mean that when you're a coach that you know everything, that, oh, if you're going to, a lot of people, and I thought this too, I was going to say, a lot of people think, and it's not a lot of people, it's me included in there, but like I always thought, and a lot of people think this, in order to be a coach or to be somebody who helps guide people, you need to have all the answers about it. You need to have it all figured out. You need to do it to a T. And you, that's the only way you're worthy enough to do that. And that's just absolute bullshit. I don't have all the answers, but God's put me in a position where I can help people and I can coach people from my kids, you know, doing baseball all the way up to helping dudes cut out alcohol and find what they love to do in life and a bunch of shit in between at work in the corporate space had a great meeting, a pre-production meeting yesterday with a team who I'm helping um, to build out their podcast messaging that's going to go out to thousands of people and how we need to strategize to do that. What does that look like? How, what do we title it? Who's our audience? I mean, going to, and co- coaching them in how to do this in the best way to maximize that podcast, that messaging, and to get the return that they want. That's the kind of shit I love to do. And I'm realizing how much I love to do that the more that I do it. And the better I, the more I do it, the better I get at it. So coaching is something that is genuinely fun to me. And um, I hope as I'm going down this list, before I get to the last one, what I want to say is, what, what do you like to do that's fun? What do you have in, in your past, your present, your future that you want to try, that you've tried, you want to revisit? or that you want to try. You know, did that make sense? I, you know what I'm getting at. Make a list yourself. What are some things you like to do to have fun? And then post that list somewhere. That's a great little exercise, little tool to do. So I want to encourage you guys to do that. Start thinking about it. And when you get a minute, even if it's on your phone, jot them down. What are some things you do for fun that can help you build on and, and, and not have to go back to alcohol, to drinking, whatever. All right, the last one, man, I've said this like, this is my favorite. I, I, I love doing all this shit in here. Obviously, it wouldn't be on my list. This is a Caribbean no-co right now I'm drinking. I just polished it off. Paul, I just polished it off. Damn, I'm so old today. I just feel like I'm 40-year-old. But I feel like I'm 20, dude. Like, what the hell? All right, last one is golf. You know I love some golf. I post about it on the social media. I talk about it on the podcast. I've been playing a lot lately. Although, shout out to my to my good buddy Jeremy. Uh, you know, Jeremy White was on the podcast. Pastor Jeremy just a few weeks back invited me to play in a, in a golf tournament recently, the, the Levin tournament, uh, which was awesome. And it, it's just such a great cause, great people. But the weather, man, was terrible. It was like the windiest day ever. We played at Green Valley Country Club. Um, it's a private course, so I, this is the first time I've ever played there. You have to be a member to play there. I'm not a damn member at the country club, but I got invited out for the tournament, so hell yeah, I'm going to go play. So that was awesome. 
but the weather, the course is hard period, but the weather was terrible, which made it even worse. Uh, but still had a great time. You got to have fun playing golf regardless, even if it's windier than shit, tons of good food, tons of good people, um, genuine fun without alcohol, genuine fun. Had a few chews when I was out there. I actually had some Copenhagen because they were out of the skull. So, you know, for me, hey, everyone has vices. We, we just need, we need to be careful, obviously, about them for sure. You know, but we're not perfect. We're not saints. You know, but for me, alcohol was and is my issue. And I'm not touching it. And I don't need to touch it. I need to be conscious in this moment. I need to be conscious in my life. I need to continue to grow. I have visions, dreams, things I want to do. I've disconnected from the expectations of those things because those create suffering when they don't get met. So another thing I'm working on and what I'm realizing as I'm talking this out is all this stuff is just continuous practice. So we practice working a program. If that's what it is, we practice golfing, we practice coaching, we practice podcasting, we practice walking because we do it a lot. We practice Whatever we do, it's a continued practice, continued growth. And when we're not numbed out and when we're conscious, when we're not having alcohol rob us of all that, it's 100% possible to have fun without alcohol. And there it is. So I hope something spoke to you today. I appreciate you tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at That Sober Guy Podcast. Download the Locals app. It's on all the app platforms and join us. That Sober Guy podcast on locals hop in there be part of the fellowship shout out to all the listeners out there everyone who's followed the show thank you so much if you want to quit drinking go over to quitdrinkingdude.com we got the 30 day course there all the resources can be found at that soberguy.com peace love and respect keep your blood clean love you guys